Hello, everyone. Welcome to the IVC Alumni Insights Podcast. My name is Maya, and I'll be the host of today's episode. We will be sitting down with Alina Ashraf, who successfully transferred from IVC to UC Berkeley as a cognitive science major. So um, just a little bit about me. My name's Alina. I'm currently an undergraduate senior at UC Berkeley. I attended Irvine Valley College back for my freshman and sophomore year. And I focused in, I originally started as computer science by transition into cognitive science. And then when I was able to transfer to Berkeley, I stuck to that major. Um, I'm specifically trying to go into more user experience. So kind of like product design, UX research, things like that. And during my time at IVC, I actually was a part of ASG. I was one of the judicial court associates and then also a student senator for the social behavioral sciences. So I've definitely done a lot in terms of community college experience and leadership and things like that. And right now I'm currently working on a few projects with um, a club at Berkeley called Invention Core, where we just do consulting in terms of design and social justice, things like that. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm uh, just, I'm excited to be a part of this. I love giving back to the CC community and yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, those are like really solid experiences. Um, with, what was your transfer GPA? Um, I wanna say it was about a 3.7 and that included mostly classes at IVC and I had like one, or I guess it was technically like two math courses at Fullerton that I took during high school. Right. Um, you were in the honors program, right? Yes, I was. I did that, that specifically um, for the UCLA transfer agreement, <laughs> I believe. I think that's TAP, I want to say. I've told yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> but yeah, I did do the honors program for that. Great. Um, so which universities did you apply for transfer and what were the results? Yeah, so I kind of kept my scope a little bit smaller just because I knew which schools I wanted to go for. So I used my tag for UC Irvine for information science, I believe, which is under their CS school. And then I did UCLA and UC Berkeley for cognitive science. And then I was able to get into all three, but ultimately oh, I did wow. Berkeley. That was great. Um, so what were the classes that you take at IVC? Yeah, so I guess a little bit for just some context, I mm -hmm. did take some CC courses during my high school career because I kind of knew I would be doing the CC to transfer route. Mm -hmm. So I did some of the I get see during my high school career. And then once I got into IVC, I specifically did major coursework. A lot of it was under like CS. So I had to take like Python, uh, data structures, C, C++, Java. Uh, I want to say those. Oh, and MATLAB. And then I did some other extracurriculars for the honors program, which I believe you had to take five honors classes. Mm -hmm. And I kind of did that in terms of if it went with my major recs or if it was going for I get see. Great. Um, so you finished all I get see? Yes, I did. Wow, that, that's that's great. Um, that, that that must that must have been a lot. So um, you talked about like some of the courses that you take. Like um, among the like them, like who were the professors that you connected the most with at IPC and would recommend to other students of your major? Like how were you able to connect with them, and then like how did they help you out in return? 
Oh, that's a good question. I would say, especially as someone who's currently at like a bigger university, mm-hmm. I would say, I would definitely recommend like students who are at CCs to go to office hours to actually talk to professors, yeah. just because it's definitely a lot smaller of classes yeah. when you get here. And if you still have to do some of your like major recs, you're going to have like 500 students. I've been in a class where it's literally a thousand students and oh, wow. it's hard to get that connection. Um, I would say specifically, I do forget their names just because it has been a while. Um, I want to say one of the psych professors, I want to say his name started with a P, maybe it was Phelps or, oh, I totally forgot their names. I know Professor Chen who teaches CS. I believe he's still there, but he was also a really good professor. Um, I would definitely just recommend, especially for a major like cognitive science, it's kind Mm -hmm. of interdisciplinary. So at least for me, I'm sticking towards like the tech side of it. So if you have like a passion that you're really passionate about and if there's a teacher there that's teaching it I would definitely recommend like trying to go to office hour trying to just have that connection established even if it's just to talk to them like chit chat or if you just have like one question on homework I would definitely recommend just like trying to see if you can have an appointment with them or even just after class like talking to them for a bit yeah that's great advice um so you talked about like a lot of extracurricular activities you did at college like ASD um some and then other club activities so like um would you like to talk more about them like anything that you would recommend like any clubs that you would recommend for your major and like how did you get into ASD and then like get into leadership positions yeah for sure I definitely I think the major part of my CC career that I really liked was getting into extracurriculars I know Mm -hmm generally it's looked down upon when you go to community college and it could kind of be like a depressing time if you didn't get into your number one school you wanted to out of high school but by like going into extracurriculars that's kind of where I had the most growth I guess leadership wise Mm -hmm. so in terms of ASG I knew a couple people who were in it who had gone there about want to say like a year before me and they definitely seem like they enjoyed it they have retreats they have their committees that they seem to have a lot of friendships derived from So that's kind of how I got started into it. And I would say I started off as justice court and that wasn't necessarily something I was super interested in. I just had a bunch of friends who were in it, but that kind of led me to go into the Senate for my sophomore year. And specifically for me, I want to go into user experience research. And as a Senator, that kind of introduced me into, sorry about that. If it kind of introduced me into getting student feedback and giving recommendations to deans and to other professors um, within the field of the social behavioral sciences. So that actually allowed me to kind of gain a little bit of experience of surveying and kind of getting that experience from the student as like a student at IBC, I guess, if you kind of want to translate it like that. But it definitely allowed me to kind of step out of my shell and actually give back to a community that has clearly gone me really far, obviously going to like a really great school. And I would definitely recommend whoever is at IVC, whether it's ASG, whether if you want to go into one of the clubs that are on campus, like trying to get involved as much as you can, because those two years or three years, it seems like it can go by really slowly, but it goes by like that. And it's honestly great to have those connections with people, especially at a very local, more intimate setting. Yeah, that's great advice. I think it's like really vital for personal growth, especially. Um, So... Yep. Um, and I noticed on your LinkedIn account that like you got an internship, like a like a real estate internship. Um, and then like, so what tips do you have for like co- college students who are looking for internships and like how can they differentiate themselves um, among 
like from students from four years universities for those positions? For sure. I think one of the hardships that's not really talked about or discussed when you do go to CC is kind of that lack of internship experience, just because internships are either looking for if you have a referral or if you are a junior standing and you can't really do anything if you're not a junior, right? Um, I would say definitely if you're in your first two years of CC, maybe try to go more local. So I did have an internship during my freshman year where it was at a local real estate agency. Mm -hmm. And I actually knew a family friend. So then I was able to oh, chat great. with one of the managers there. I'm like, oh, like I would be interested in just doing some market research, just help you guys out. If in terms of like slide decking or just looking at your <laughs> Google analytics, like see what I can do. Um, definitely try to start local because I feel like, especially for bigger brands and bigger companies, they're only gonna be looking for juniors and seniors. So the only yeah. thing you can do is kind of just build up that experience, whether it's like a passion project, whether you're working with your club on something, that's something you can put on your resume. Um, definitely just try to get that experience in a more non-traditional way because once you do transfer into your university, you'll have that university on your resume. You'll gain more connections as you're applying to clubs and even talking to professors there. I would definitely at least try to start early. Don't, you know, kick yeah. yourself down if you don't get anything right away because it definitely is hard, <laughs> especially given COVID and what we're at in terms of the market right now. But definitely just try to start something personally on your own, whether that is if you have an experiment that you kind of want to do and you're in like the sciences, then maybe try to do that. If you are going into business, maybe try to come up with an idea and see how you can plan that out and you can put that on your portfolio, uh, regardless of what major you're in, especially for if you're trying to go into UX, you can honestly just look at any app and just try to like redesign it how you would think is like the most cool. intuitive there's definitely a lot of opportunities at your yeah. fingertips but you just got to be a little bit creative at it I noticed about the the like job or like internship or something like that you got with Disney like um, would you share like to share about those experiences that you gained and then like how it helped you out right now at UC Berkeley like how it prepared you yeah, for sure. So I definitely suggest anyone who can and is able to, to work part-time while you're at CC, because I think you once you transfer, you'll realize that's really hard to do class registration. The timings you get are going to be way off, but at least mm -hmm. at a community college level, you kind of have a little bit more autonomy when it comes to scheduling on your time. So you're able to kind of have like, whether it's extracurriculars or a job on the side. So personally for me, I love Disneyland. It's like, I had an annual pass. I would go all the time. And I was like, it would be really fun to work there. Yeah. Plus the perks obviously would be like, great, I'm assuming. So I actually applied to be a guest research specialist, which essentially in short terms is like a survey taker, which <laughs> obviously it doesn't sound like the most appealing at first. But I was like, you know what? That should be fun. Like you're gonna talk to a bunch of people. And that's actually kind of how I got into user experience because essentially when you do research for that, you're doing surveys, you're doing interviews, you're actually like gaining feedback from people. And I was like, that's essentially what I'm doing, maybe just on yeah. like the front line, but at least I'm like kind of a part of that process. So that's mm -hmm. kind of how I got started into this whole world of UX research. And I also did entertainment hosting, which allowed me to do a lot of storytelling. And I think it allows someone to step out of their bubble and have more face-to-face um, -face interactions, which grows your confidence. You're allowed to talk to people and you kind of build that sense of like communication with others. And it kind of gives you insights to like other areas within that market. So like I was able to see how there's customer service and how they operate. I was able to see like 
the management side of ticketing and all that. Like it definitely brings a lot more experiences, which will always help someone out, especially someone who's just starting out in college. Great. That sounds fun. Does he then? Yeah, and also like um I, I also noticed that it's, it probably sounds like I'm stalking you, but uh, I wasn't. Oh, no. You're, you're definitely getting, I will say, once you transfer into college, like you having a very beefy LinkedIn and just kind of having that experience of going around it is definitely a plus because that is what all people do here. So don't feel bad. Like that is definitely like a normal thing, especially for college students, especially at Berkeley. That's okay. Not even, like a question. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I noticed that um, there are like some of the projects you did, like some of them, it was it was with um, while you were on real estate intern and other like projects you did collaborated with different people. So like, would you like to talk about like how you got into it and then like what you learned? And like, what are like some of the soft skills aside from like the technical side um, that you learned in the work environment? Yeah, for sure. So I will say, especially for like cognitive science, if you're trying to go into the tech area, um, having those projects is really key in terms of showing your experience. So I did a bunch of mini projects when it came to my first internship at the real estate company. It was mostly just based upon like looking at the market research, looking at how much like traffic they're getting in. And then I would give recommendations on, oh, you should probably post more of this on your social media and maybe like do more surveys based through your website just to see like what is the current market in terms of the housing industry. Right. Um, so that's kind of the projects I would focus on for that internship. My next one was actually through Disney. So I believe if you have been to Disney recently, I think it was about 2018 when they released their um, Disneyland app. And of course, with every app, there's going to be a learning curve and people are going to have to adjust to it. But especially as someone who was taking surveys, I would always have to help people out and they were just so confused and they just did not understand like the interface. So <laughs> I took it upon myself, especially someone who was already starting to get intrigued by the world of UX to go to my manager and say, hey, like we're doing surveys. I think it would be helpful if we did a survey just on how people engage with the app. So I was actually able to work with the survey makers and say, hey, maybe we should ask like these types of questions. And I was on like a special team just to do this survey so they can oh. actually gain a lot more feedback in terms That's of like, cool. what does the next update mean? Yeah, especially because when you're working at a big company like that, you kind of feel like a small fish. Like you can't really do much. You're just like doing your job, you're getting paid and you're leaving. But that kind of allowed me to like take a step up and like actually like be kind of like a leader, I guess, which I didn't really feel like at the time at that role. So that was definitely helpful. And I guess that kind of taught me in terms of soft skills, like be confident in yourself. And if you are like seeing an interaction or seeing something that needs to be addressed, like an issue, definitely take it upon yourself to go talk to your manager, to have that like step up and kind of boost of confidence saying like, you actually know what you're talking about because you're working that role every day and you're understanding what guests are going through, right? Um, so that would say that was like one of my first main projects that I worked on. And then aside from that, I've done a few others, which I don't know if you've gone through my LinkedIn to see these, but um, I guess from there, I have worked on surveys through my Senate position at IVC. Oh, wow. So I specifically worked on with the Dean, like kind of bettering the curriculum for transfer success, because mm -hmm. from what I remember vaguely, there was a lot of classes that weren't being offered, but it could have been like slightly changed in some courses so that it would actually apply for transfer. Mm -hmm. So it's something that I did work on just gaining student feedback on what they would like to see in terms of, 
I think I want to say it was assist, right? Yeah, assist and seeing like what more classes we can offer so that they can transfer over. And then when I started, I want to say this is actually my spring semester. So spring of 2020, mm -hmm. we're still in 2020. Yeah, so spring of 2020, where um, I was actually on a sponsored project with a large social media group. I can't exactly say the company because of NCA purposes, okay. but that was my first major UX project where I was actually able to work with a UX researcher. And oh, wow. this was through one of my classes at Berkeley. And we were able to kind of heed this project space of like, how do people connect online? And then mm -hmm. we were able to do user surveying, user interviews, competitive analysis, and actually present to a whole group at this large company of researchers, which was something that was like very great for me because it's like you actually yeah, get that, a step really into cool. that industry yeah and you normally don't get that experience yeah. other than like through these sponsored projects mm -hmm. and then currently I am working on a sponsored project through my club which is working with Phil's Coffee if you've heard of the large um, coffee brand mm -hmm. and essentially we're just kind of doing design sprints to see like how they can boost their revenues during COVID-19 when there's still social distancing and things like that Great. Those are like really, really cool. I mean, wow. Oh, I'm speechless. Um, so like, yeah. And I, honestly, I didn't think I would get like any of these when I was at CC, but it's kind of like, as long as you're just like doing what you're doing and like getting the work done and just like building up your soft skills of like communication working in teams, things like that, then you can honestly, like, it's not as difficult as it seems once you transfer and you kind of get more of those opportunities at your feet. Yeah. I think it's really vital to develop those kind of like skills since in college because like when you get into university it might be kind of late maybe um yeah so what are some of the tips for like college students to stand out on like job applications among like four years university students like um I don't I, I don't know if it's a sensitive I mean it's probably a sensitive topic but like I've I've heard like um like students who got into universities like as a college student and like transfer like sometimes have imposter syndrome because like they feel like they're kind of like um kind of like lacking when compared to like actual students who were there since like the freshman year or like kind of like left behind kind of thing. So like is is there anything we can do to combat that? Yeah, I will say first and foremost everyone I've known that's transferred in, whether it's at Berkeley or any other UC, any other state university, imposter syndrome is like a real thing. Yeah. I think it's kind of hard to like completely eliminate that because mm -hmm. it is difficult like coming in and saying like, oh, like there's like all these other people that have been here for two whole years and I'm like a new fish in the pond. Like yeah. you almost feel like a freshman, which is like weird. In yeah. sense you've already done two years or three years, depending on your major, right? So I will say first and foremost, it is like normal and everyone's <laughs> gonna go through it. And I think it's like inevitable. Uh -huh. However, I feel like from the people I've met that actually did stuff during their CC aside from classes, were able to at least feel a little bit better when they did come in, especially because, you know, if they worked at a job, they can talk about that job in an icebreaker, right? Or if they worked with a specific club that's also at the UC or the state school, then they're able to kind of bring that up and say, oh, like I also did like Red Cross or things like that, where there's a little bit of like similarities, right? So I guess prepare yourself because it is going to happen, but you are there for a reason. Everyone works their butt off to get into all these schools. And just because you did your experience at a local college doesn't mean it's any less, especially because at a local college, you get experiences that you would never get at a university. 
for example, I feel like at Irvine Valley College, like I met so many different people from different walks of life. And when you go to like a really big university where it's a bunch of freshmen coming in, like it's definitely different. You're not meeting people who are of different classes. You're not meeting people of different age groups or, you know, veterans or people who are parents. Like you don't really get that experience. And that's definitely valuable. Like that's something that like is so enriching and you kind of like have a different perspective of empathy that you would not have if you were a four-year. And all those experiences you have during those two to three years are going to help you out once you get there. I even remember specifically, like I went in without like, cause I used to procrastinate, especially as a freshman, I'll just kind of like say that out loud. But being at CC and also working, like I kind of had to develop time management skills mm-hmm. And when I entered my fall class, like there was people who would just like do assignments like the night before, like an hour before. And I'm like, you guys are juniors and I'm also junior, but it's like, there's clearly a difference, right? So whatever your experiences are and what you develop during your time at CC is 100% going to get you to a same level, if not greater level, once you transfer. And don't feel bad because you weren't there for your first two years. If anything, you have different experiences that are going to give you a completely different perspective and like sense of yourself once you get there. Great insight. Um, that That's, yeah, really valuable advice. I think a lot of students are struggling with it. Um, and then also um, to a student of your major, like what activities would you recommend um, doing that would help them become a competitive, very competitive um, candidate for transfer or just like prepare for um, their future career paths? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like cognitive science isn't a major that's talked about a lot because it is kind of like it's offered at some schools and it's offered at something else at a different school, right? So I would definitely say if you can get any work experience looks great because that means, again, like I mentioned, like you can do time management, that you're like juggling between different things and you like understand what a work ethic is. I think that looks really good when you are applying and that just helps when in terms of like your people skill, right? Um, I would also say like any type of like leadership opportunity, like I think it's really hard once you kind of transfer in and you don't really have any experience like that. Like at least if you're at a CC, it's at a much smaller group rate if you are doing the leadership role. So you kind of can have those mistakes and you can learn through those mistakes Mm -hmm. versus when you transfer, you're supposed to automatically be like a great leader, right? So definitely whatever opportunity you can do, just try it out, see if you like it. And you can learn through all the challenges that you face during that, right? And then I guess, especially in terms of like going into tech, I think that trying to network with people who are already in tech and just like understand their expertise. And for cognitive science, you can go into like the med field. So if you want to shadow somebody, if you can go into the linguistics field. So if you want to go to like a language processing center and just kind of understand what that's all about. And if you're trying to go into user experience, maybe just like, look through online coursework. I will say if you, you, the internet is like your oyster. Like you get so much information through that. Yeah. So definitely just try to see like what opportunities you can do in terms of learning what profession you want to get into. And then seeing if there's any like medium articles or if there's like free coursework that you can like learn how to code and things like that. It's definitely helpful to just like do whatever you can even if it seems really small, if that makes sense. That makes sense, great, Um, thanks. And what are some of the resources that you took advantage of while you were in college? And then like, what do you think that students should take advantage of? 
Yeah, so I will say definitely talking to professors is really helpful because you'll understand once you transfer that like these professors at these big universities, like they don't have any time. And if they do, it's a very limited amount of time. You're like, you'll get really lucky if you can get a one-on-one -on -one with a professor. So just like picking apart a professor's brain, even if you think you sound dumb, like just try to talk to all the professors that you are interested in. And even if you're like, like when I was kind of interested in CS, I would talk to CS professors. And I'm like, okay, this is not what I want to do. So at least I could check that off of things like I'm yeah. not really interested in, but I did try and like see and attempt it, right? Um, I would also say like, again, like I think besides academically, like it is really good to get to know people at your CC, whether that's networking, whether that's friendships, whether that's just like, working alongside his peers. So if there's like events to go to for specific clubs or even the gov like student government, definitely go to those. Like it's always good to just like know people, especially let's say you transfer with them to the same school, then you kind of already have a buddy, right? When you like get there and you don't feel as alone. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely say, take advantage of all the clubs that you're interested in. Try to join as many as you can physically, you know, don't overwhelm yourself, but just join the ones that are really interesting to you and just, see what you can learn because you'll definitely be surprised with how much you gain from CC as opposed to like a university because it is a lot and it's a lot different than you expect. Great, thank you. Um, so, wait, let me go. Um, so yeah, so what advice would you give yourself at the beginning of the transfer process? Like what are some of the key insights that you gained while applying to transfer? that you would like to share? Yeah, I will for sure say that like, just making sure you're on track is something that's really important. I definitely knew people who like during my last sophomore year of CC, right? Where they were just like rushing to get classes done. So <laughs> definitely make sure like you're visiting a counselor, you're double checking assist to make sure that there's no new classes that are added to your coursework that you have to do. Or even just like, making sure like you're on top of your task for your class so you don't get like screwed over at the end and you get to retake it. And then that adds like a whole other semester to your timeline, right? So definitely take advantage of counseling. I know it can be difficult, especially at CCs because it's just like a pick and choose of counselors. But if there's a counselor you like, definitely try to stick with them and then kind of continuously check in with them. Um, other than that, some other advice. I'm trying to think. Um, take advantage of the resources because I feel like it was, I was a little bit late to doing that at CC. Like I had my first semester, I was just like in and out. But then once you do like go to your student government and see what type of resources they offer for like specific groups, or even just like, I think I went to like, I want to say it was like a psychology club and just like learning a little bit more about that to see if I was interested in that. Definitely like try to explore all these other sectors to see like if that's something that could help you out or if it's something interesting and you actually want to participate. Um, just get involved as much as you can, because I feel like I know a lot of people who just were in and out and it wasn't really helpful for them, especially when they transferred. It was kind of just like, oh, like it was like the worst two years of my life. And now like friendless still at, C like at my university. Um, just like be involved and just be engaged because it's the two years are going to go by really quick. And I think yeah. if you just try to go to as many events as you can. Maybe there's like public speakers that come to IBC sometimes, go to those, and even if it's like remotely interesting, like at least it's something that you've done and you could say that you did. Great. Um, yeah, I think this question might be a little bit related to what you said, but like if you could go back to college, what are some of the things that you wish you did, 
you did like that you didn't do? Yeah, I would say one major thing is that personally, I kind of stuck with student government. Mm -hmm. I kind of like lied in terms of my experience at CC. But I would definitely like make a club. Like if there's something that like is super interesting to you and you've done all this research, but you don't see that organization on campus, make it yourself. Like who's to say that you can't do that? Um, I would have definitely taken advantage of that, I think, because I feel like that would have been really fun, especially knowing people who are also interested in UX, like maybe I could have made more connections and more friends, right? And done a lot more networking at my CC because I didn't think it was like a big topic or a big industry that people were interested in. Um, definitely that. I feel like that would have been like a major thing that I would have loved to done at my time. Great, yeah. Um, and then what are some of the clubs and organizations that you are part of in UCP? Yeah, so I'm a part of like two major clubs, or I guess three kind of. So the PSA, which is the Pakistani Student Association, I do go to their events and their meetings. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's kind of cool to see like people from your ethnic group, especially because at least for me, like I grew up and lived in SoCal all my life. So it's very interesting to see like the perspective of people from like all over America, let alone like all over the world, like including international students. So that's very fun and interesting to kind of like engage with. Um, I'm currently a part of Invention Core, which is kind of like the social ethical side of design and innovation. So that's kind of, I done my Phil's project through them. And I was honestly like, that's probably one of my highlights of UCB just because it is very fun to get to know people who are also really passionate about the things that you're passionate about. And you're given all these opportunities, like all these projects that you can consult on and then you have like social mixers where you just get to know all the club members even better um and I've like made a lot of friendships through that club and it's honestly been like a blast for me and then I'm also part of the cognitive science student association so I just go to their events too um it's a great resource to see like who else is in your classes that you don't know or even like they also present like job opportunities or research opportunities. So it's definitely a good informative way to engage with the student body, but just add more of like a macro level, if that makes sense. Um, those are probably like the main clubs that I'm part of. Great. Um, what are some of the classes like that you took at um, IBC that helped you out with your major? Like, I mean, it'll be mainly comp sci classes, but anything else? Yeah, I would say, I think a lot of the CS classes at IVC, they were kind of similar in terms of what you learn, but I think if you do all of them, you kind of do get like a stable foundation. And I will say it's definitely, if you're going into anything CS related, whether it's CS or cognitive science or like any other major that involves CS course load, uh, definitely do it at your CC because it's very, very difficult. A, the classes I think at universities in terms of like, CS related courses are very hard and they're very hard to get into. So if you can do those at CC and especially even like math classes, if you could do that at your community college, you're going to save yourself so much pain and struggles that you will have at your university. Um, and I've seen this not only at Berkeley, but just like LA, like SD, like I've, it's kind of like a big thing of like these technical courses. If you could do it at your CC, do it because it's going to be insane and like it's just going to be bad if you do it at your university or then you transfer into. Um, other than that, what else have I done? I'm trying, I would say like my psych classes, like I took a few psych classes at IVC that definitely kind of like related in terms of like perception and mm -hmm. how we form concepts and just general psych also helps. Um, probably those because I did do a lot of my 
foundational coursework at Berkeley, but just getting those like introductory courses out of the way so you can focus on your field of choice and your kind of your concentration once you transfer is definitely a key thing that I would kind of suggest, like just get all that general ed out of the way so you can take those really interesting courses at the, or the college that you transfer into. Great. Uh, yes, you mentioned that it's really hard to get into the courses. Like, is it like, why is that? I think it's just because it's a much larger institution. And at least, so if I think if you're a part of like the honors program or if you're a part of like certain clubs or government on, at CC, you get priority registration. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as priority registration, at least from my experiences <laughs> at university. And you're working with, you're going against like a much larger group per registration time. And it's just difficult. I know like, at least for Berkeley, it's like you have phase one, phase two, phase three. It's also just confusing in terms of timeline. And then each class also has like open seats for certain majors or certain years of students. Oh. Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of things that you're kind of working against in terms of getting into classes here. So I definitely highly suggest if there is all the courses on assist that transfer over, take it. It doesn't matter if it's gonna add like an extra class to your semester. I highly recommend just getting all those introductory general ed, lower division courses out of the way so you can just like put your time and dedication into getting into those upper divs. Great, um, is there like any barriers for registering the classes as a cognitive science like major? Like I know it's like pretty, I mean, some of the like ComSci courses you have to take, but like, are there like ComSci courses specifically for ComSci major that you don't have to take or like you have lower priority to register? I don't think it's lower priority. It's just, you either get lucky or you don't in terms <sighs> of your time registration, right? Okay. Um, I would say like the lower levels. So at least for Berkeley, if anyone, whoever is applying to Berkeley, you're having to, you're gonna have to take the 61 series, which is like their basic CS series. It's like 61A, oh. 61B, 61C, yeah. especially if you wanna go into like a CS um, concentration. So uh -huh. if you can just get like some of those out of the way, so you can focus on like 61B and 61C, that would definitely be helpful. I don't think in, it's in like terms of, it's hard to get into because you're a CogSci major, I just think like some of the lower divs, there's a lot of people trying to get in. So it is just very competitive enrollment. Um, I will say not from my experience, but from other cog sci majors I know, once you go into those upper divs of CS, they do have caps in terms of like, oh, only CS majors can get into these, mm -hmm. at least for the first phase. And you kind of have to just wait on the wait list until you're let in at some point. So yeah, that's why it is like a little bit more difficult. So you kind of want to have that cushion of semesters like. If I don't get in this semester, I could do it in the spring. Or if it's not offered in the spring, I could do it in the summer. So you want to have like as much space in your scheduling as you can in case those experiences happen with enrollment. I see. Um, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a struggle. Um, yeah, <laughs> every time enrollment comes around, no one's having a good time. Like I think that's a general consensus in terms of like a four-year university. When in UC Berkeley, like the grading system works in a different way. Like, for example, it has a very huge curve and then like the class average is very low. And then like there's limited numbers of A's and B's given to yeah. the, So like um, how, I mean, I want to listen to some of your struggles and like, and challenges and how you overcame. Like, I think it also creates like, a, you know, like 
it maybe or it might not be I don't really know but like sometimes it might create tension between the classmates and like some competition so like would you like to talk about it yeah so I definitely I will say I think Berkeley gets a rep for being like the anal competitive like everyone's like a snake and just trying to get at each other um personally for me have I met some of those people in passing and can I totally see that like stereotype 100% that's not even like a question I also think that happens at other universities but it's just really exaggerated at Berkeley but I will say for me I've there's this thing called grade deflation that's kind of like what Berkeley is known for like you get like a lower grade than anticipated um I think that is exaggerated I've never actually had that experience but there definitely is a curve and I think at IVC like I was getting A's like I was on top of my game like it wasn't like like if I just put in the work, it wasn't terrible and I could do uh -huh. it. Um, you'll, slew, you'll notice once you get to university that like the coursework is 10 times harder. It is just definitely like a lot more difficult and not even just like the actual content per se, but mostly just like handling all the work that you get because you're going to have homework, you're going to have labs, you're going to have projects, you're going to have assignments on top of that. And those are all four different categories. And sometimes your classes are going to be like 40% midterm, 40% final, 10% assignments. And then you're just like, you have to do well on your midterm and final or else you're kind of screwed. So I will definitely say some courses are known for grade deflation. I don't think it's every single course. And I've never actually experienced this where I was doing so well, but I got ended up with a C. Like that's not something that I've ever had. I think it's just, it's a bit of a difficult transition, but if you're at CC and if you're managing your time well, if you kind of gone out of that procrastinating stage, you'll set yourself up well so that you can get through that adjustment during your fall semester. Because everyone's gonna have that adjustment. I don't think it's gonna be like a smooth transition for anybody, even if you're like a 4.0 student. But as long as you're anticipating it and you're on top of your stuff, you're not missing a discussion and just thinking like that's gonna fly with your professor and you're managing your assignments and study time well, then you're gonna be fine. I think it definitely gets exaggerated for sure. And I think it only happens in like certain majors. I want to say maybe like CS or EECS or like one of those technical majors or even like pre-med, like it's pretty hard for pre-med, but I don't think that goes across the board for all majors per se. Okay, that was great. Um, I mean, that sounds hard. Uh, and then also I've heard that something about um, CS61, like data structure class or something like that. I heard it's really yeah. hard. And then like someone, I it's one of the transfer students like talked about it. It was in a, some other webinar. He, he said like, um, he did all the problems on lead code and stuff, but he, he couldn't earn the extra credit points. And then like, that, that sounds like really insane. So um, in regards to like, in regards to like um, the difficulty of the classes, like, I mean, we work hard, like we work, I mean, you probably work really hard for that, but I mean, how do you like, how do you, I don't know, like try to stand stand out or like do better, like um, perform better than your other classmates who are also like competing for the best grades? Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, the 61 series is like well known for just being like completely terrible. So I will yeah. say that, like that's just, yeah. they're just really hard. They're called weeder courses because they weed out people to like not pursue CS. <laughs> that's essentially it. It's like, if you can't get past all these challenges then you're kind of like screwed and then you kind of choose a different path, right? I was lucky because I did all of my CS work at IVC. So oh. I personally never had to take these classes. What? I just know a bunch of people who've done it and it is 
definitely a painful journey that they've gone through. However, at least from my understanding, I, th I would say like A, you're gonna work your hardest, but there are gonna be some like uncontrollable factors, right? These classes have a thousand kids and there's gonna be so many resources offered. So take advantage of whatever like TA time you have, or if there's like office hours, like right before your midterm, go to all those office hours, or even just like trying to schedule any type of like group office hour, or like one-on-one -on -one office hour, do any type of opportunity you can just to get the extra help. Because I will say, if you don't take advantage of those opportunities, even if you're doing well, that's only going to get you so far. You might get up to like a B, but I think once you actually like force yourself to take initiative and like take more time out of your day, aside from lecture, aside from homework, to actually like try to talk to them and get more help and get a little bit more insight, I guess, especially when midterms come up, I would say definitely try to do that. Um, yeah, it's mostly just taking advantage of those lab extra hours. I know there's like study groups, like I took a data science class and they had like extra study worksheets that weren't even offered during lab. And if you take advantage of that, that's a lot more practice than you would have if you just did the bare minimum. Um, some of it's gonna be uncontrollable. I will say if you're in a class with a thousand students, there's only so much you can do in terms of getting that more into yeah. like learning experience and environment. But as long as you just take advantage of like all the resources these classes offer, then that's all that's all you can do, right? So you took data structures in college. Is it like CS41 at IVC or something like that? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. so you didn't have it. Oh, wow. Okay, that that's yeah. great. Thank <laughs> God. If you can take CS41 at IVC, do it. Everyone I've heard of that had to take 61A regrets not doing CS41 uh, at IVC, like oh. it's or at their respective CCs. Oh, it's wow. definitely, yeah, take all the assist classes that you can take for sure. On okay, okay, um, great. Um, yeah, so I think I've covered all the um, like vital, vital or critical questions or stuff that I could possibly ask. So um, are there any like other, other final note, like um, any suggestions or advice or some like lessons you learned or anything that you would like to share to college students? Yeah, I will say, I think something I didn't really touch on is definitely do the research behind what program you really want to get into mm -hmm. at your specific school. At least for me, like I was choosing between three different schools and I chose Berkeley because there were a lot of interesting electives that were in my field of interest. And I was able to do like a graduate class on UX research that wouldn't have been offered at any other college, or I was able to do this club that's not offered at all the other UCs. And definitely, I think it also is A, it helps you decide what college you want to do and what program you want to get into. And B, it also motivates you. I think when you're at CC, it's really easy to kind of get a lack of motivation and you just kind of go through your day, especially during COVID. I can't even imagine how it is with like online schooling at a CC versus like being in person like I was. Um, it definitely try to motivate yourself as much as you can because that's definitely gonna help you get through your classes. And then once you do transfer, you're gonna feel so fulfilled. You're gonna feel so good about yourself. It's like, I did this, I got through these two to three years and I'm at like the college of my dreams, right? So definitely like just do a bunch of research on like the actual degree you wanna get into and like what classes are offered, who are the professors, what research are they doing if you're going into that? Um, that's definitely helpful. And I guess, yeah, I would just say like, it's definitely a rough time for everybody right now. I think CC is made out to be like the easiest walk of life. And then you could just transfer into whatever college you get into. Take advantage of what opportunities you have. It is so hard at like 
of university with I think it's like 50k students where you're just like you're a little ant and like a whole ant farm right but at CC you can develop those connections you can have leadership opportunities you can participate in research projects through clubs <laughs> like it's so much easier and I think that will give you such a big step up once you do transfer in and so you kind of decrease that area of like imposter syndrome and you have something on your resume when you apply to <laughs> jobs and it's just a lot better to, and you feel better about yourself. You feel like you are a college student. And I think like, especially like whoever is going to be like getting informed through this interview and just like through panels, like you're doing the right thing. You're doing your research. You're getting out there and seeing what it's like firsthand from someone who did the whole journey. And yeah, just keep going at it, develop those skills, just do as much as you can. Because again, like your CC experience, it's very short lived. Mm-hmm. but you can get a lot done and you can develop a lot through those few years there. Great. Thank you so much. It was really inspirational.